And we are back with another episode yes, sir. of Boondock Series Recap presented by Simple Math Matrix. It's your boy, Mr. A.K.A. Superall357, best known as Prince Godbody, and I'm joined by... Your boy Aaron, the great return, the great return. Yes, sir, yes, sir. And this week we'll be talking about episode, or season three, episode five of the Boondocks, uh, if you're following along on HBO Max, which is Smoking With Cigarettes. Which is both an infamous boondock story and an infamous real life situation. Yep. Um, which one do you want to cover first? I think we should maybe give the real life background first. Uh, you agree? Yeah. All right. Um, so to give you a little background on the situation, there was in 2008, and you probably already know this. You probably seen it. It was fucking one of it was one of the first viral. Things on the internet, one of the very yeah. viral newscasts on the internet for sure. Yeah. Um, and so that's probably where you saw it first before you even saw it on the boondocks. But that viral news clip of uh, seven-year-old Latarian Milton who stole his grandmother's Stole his car. grandmother's Durango with his friends. So basically, basically it went like this. He had his friend that he wanted to come hang out with him. At his uh at his mother's house, his mother was like, "Oh no, not didn't want to have anyone over tonight." So Latarian gets mad, basically takes well not even basically he <laughs> takes his grandmother's keys, uh to her Durango, and then peels off with the other with the other seven year old kid in the car and just goes on a joyride basically. Yeah, and this is reflected in the Boondocks by Riley being the seven year old kid that was with him. Uh, during the joyride and this isn't even the end of his troubles but this is also where the episode starts essentially uh we have latarian and riley on said joyride you know uh kind of they don't use walmart it's wally mart or what have you but in this episode honestly we really get to see how impressionable uh riley is yeah him being in the car and the way he's acting in the car with Latarian and that opening scene just kind of, you know, bo-jockeying, it shows that Riley, because be, before we've seen Riley be influenced by people older than him, you know what I'm saying, whether it's Ed and Remy or, or something like that, it's always, or the painter, right. it's always somebody older than him, yeah. it's never somebody his age, you know, he fucking damn near despises Huey just because Huey tries to give him good advice right. all the time. Um, but now we see a guy, our kid, the same age as Huey, making him do hood rat shit. Because according to, well, they don't call him uh, by his real name in this episode LaMilton. as well. Yeah, LaMilton. they call him LaMilton Tayshawn. So they kind of combine his first and last name for a first time. And then right, right, right. Ghetto yeah. his last name. But um, I think that's what the glaring point about this episode. Yeah, about... Um how your influences, man, yeah. the things around you, you know, you're, uh, if you look into like Latarian's, um, background, also in his background, he, his grandmother was talking about how he was, you know, witness to his parents' physical abusive relationship yeah. and stuff like that. And that is a, that is a big thing. And that can cause, you know, kids to act out, obviously, you know, um, 
in this episode in particular, Riley is the one being influenced. Well, I guess LaMilton in this case is too, uh, but Riley being one of the main you know characters in the show, it does go to show that he is um, subject. Everyone is vulnerable to those same bad influences or bad experiences, trauma, yeah. trauma more so yeah. than anything. If you really want to like deep dive into it, it's really about about trauma and reaction to trauma and how that's affected in kids even more. Yeah, exactly. kids don't have the mental capacity they push to it on to other people. They don't. Kids don't deal with their trauma. They project their trauma. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. a, that's actually the yeah. perfect way to put it. Yeah. Um, I think so, yeah. that a big part of that whole like saying that kids reject their trauma and they push it out is something we don't really see on the boondocks because the kids in the boondocks live a great life the the worst kid the kids that have the worst life in the boondocks are hugh and riley right they don't have a mom they live with their grandparents you know what i'm saying but at, at the same time they you don't see them necessarily taking that out on anybody even when they go back to visit home uh, when Mo does, and they go back in Cairo, and them aren't fucking with them. They're never, you know what I'm saying, outwardly showing that they're pissed off that they moved. Everybody was pissed off at them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So this is one of the first times we really, I mean, other than, you know, they, Riley and Huey being the main purpose of the show, child psychology is, you know, probably a huge focus of it. But this is one of the times, like you said, like we see something that, has always been present throughout households with with children projecting their traumas on the other, mainly right. their friends. Right. But now we see something like this. We see it in a joke form in 2008. You know, they're joking like, you know, his dad got laid off at Popeye's and all <laughs> this shit. But that shit's still, re- it's, it's 2023 now, 15 years later. That, sh- that episode is still as relevant. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If Honestly, even more relevant now because... Kids are even more subject to things like this, and we're seeing a lot more, you know, what we would deem radical behavior, you know, what is really normal. But, you know, according to our most American standards, I guess. Yeah. Um, you're seeing more of that, obviously, social media and the Internet, you mm-hmm. know, just an open open ocean for any any kid of any age to pick up a whole lot of bad shit. There's a lot of evil shit out there. Yeah, and it, it's the reflection of seeing what other people have, being come envious of that and or not even envious or feeling losing your self-esteem and then you know what i'm saying that children don't fucking handle emotions well because they're kids the brains aren't fully developed you True. know what i'm saying True. so we can't necessarily blame them for that no um not at all. and like we said we got to go back to the parents for real for real because when his grandmother comes over the house we were joking but the grandmother comes over the house and she's given all the excuses of why her grandson isn't a fucking criminal, you know. He's a good kid. He's AB. That that's their mm-hmm. favorite thing. He's AB kid that always helps me out around the house. Gives pretty much the prescriptive spiel to granddad, and granddad knows this kid is fucking evil. You not, you know, this kid is no good. Right. But this kid will never realize he's no good if he has people like his grandmother that. Their way of punishing him is to praise him to other people and make them forgive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can see. I see what you Instead mean. Instead of correcting the actions, they beg for forgiveness. That is true. That is true. You know what I'm saying? There, there are people, and we, you probably definitely know somebody like that. Um, their actions, they, they'll fuck up, 
and their punishment, they'll get it's kind of punished internally, but their real punishment is the embarrassment of apologizing. Yeah. Embarrassment being in air quotes. That you is true. That is true. That's what that's that's what I feel like it is. And we see that a lot. It's it's a lack of accountability. We rarely in, in situations like that is the child actually held accountable for what they're doing fully. Yeah, because in a lot of cases, um, if the child holds themselves accountable, then, you know, the parent has to hold themselves accountable too. Yeah, exactly. You know, it all starts all at st- home. All starts at home. And that's and that's really the sad part about you know society now. It's only but so much you can really do to control. You know what information's out there. Like yeah, we could censor a whole bunch of stuff, but when kids go home, man, they hey, it's nothing. Brain. It's nothing you can really do. Shit, they don't even have to be at home. They can be in the school as long as they can look under their desk. You know, they can get on the internet. Teachers can only do but so much. Yeah, they're there to teach. Are they there to babysit? Yeah, are they there to raise your kids? Exactly. You know, so that is definitely something that uh, on on ongoing. Yeah, because that type of punishment doesn't work, and we see that because in real life and in the show, um, Later, what do they call him? in the show, Later, and in real life, they go to Walmart, and he assaults his grandmother over some chicken wings because she didn't want to buy them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that goes to show that her trying to punishment punishing him by embarrassing like it it doesn't it doesn't work you know what i'm saying what what is really going on at home that you get that much attention that you can't turn that into something positive yeah like his nickname on the internet was hood rat kid because he wanted to do hood rat things with his friends to think as a parent you wouldn't be totally ashamed of that as a guardian totally ashamed of that at seven years old because yeah. we were having a conversation like you were saying like it wasn't a good idea but that takes some some complex thoughts of a seven-year-old to say fuck it here are the keys let's ride yeah. but that really doesn't and when you have shitty parents when you when you're when you're seven years old and you have legitimate access to the keys to the car at any time and you feel like you can get in the car and drive it away yeah. and nothing to happen to you beyond maybe a spanking or what usually happens, that's not your fault when you're seven. No, none of that's your fault when you're seven years old. Yeah. No matter what he was doing. I mean, that's obviously someone that's out, like, lashing out, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Um, But that is, like, um, I guess it shows what anxiety can really push a person to do, even yeah. for a child. Yeah. Yep, you anxiety know. and anger. Mm-hmm. Untreated mental like condition. You know what I'm saying? Not even like saying he has anything, but like just being pissed off all the time is not good. Yeah. Especially for a child. Ch- children should not be pissed off all the time. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, But the episode goes along, and we come to find out there's like this agent that's been spying on the Milton this whole time. He thinks he's the fucking spawn of the devil. Yeah. And it's his job to kill this kid. It's kind of the argument that I've um, ever heard the argument. If you knew Hitler was going to be Hitler, would you go back in time and kill baby Hitler? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But th- that that's how they kind of satirize the entire situation. Yeah, th- I think that's this how was... They bring it back to life. Yeah, I think this was... His kind of role was to just... 
provide a, a moment to sigh and just like ha ha for a few yeah. seconds. Like, all right, this dude's actually crazy too. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yo, you're yeah. a grown man. This dude Hell is like on killing a kid. Yeah, like yeah, he was a com- comedic relief of a really kind of tough episode because this one when when Riley comes home and says I've been hanging out with Milton and I know I'm not supposed to I don't think I'm going to do that anymore for somebody like a character like Riley to say that you know some crazy shit has happened and he's completely traumatized yeah like I was saying when we were watching it if your child comes in the house and you told him don't be smoking cigarettes and they came in it was like Dad, I was out there smoking cigarettes with Mr. Son, and for real, I don't think I'm going to do that shit anymore. I understand what you're saying. I'm going to go straight to my room. Don't even worry about punishing me. You're going to yeah. immediately call the other parent and be yeah, like, Yeah, we got a hey, problem. Yeah, somebody, Something happened. Yeah, is somebody dead? You know what I'm Something saying? Something happened. Yeah, but so that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the, 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 that white dude who was hunting him down kind of broke all that type of tension. Yeah. But I think... That uh, being the Boondocks, they couldn't have done it any other way. Yeah, this was um, a pretty um... mainly because nothing ever fully traumatizes Riley. No, R- Riley's still uh, very on and off. You know, Riley's more impulsive. Yeah, as a person, as a, a personality, kid. he's still a child. Yeah, yeah. Riley still is kind of like a, just a copycat person right yeah. now. Well, uh, and to, to speak to that, the episode goes on to the Milton bullying Riley into hanging out with him because he takes his mother's gun, uh, his grandmother's gun, and eventually it gets to the point where they get into a fight on a rooftop a la Juice style, uh, you know, the movie Juice. Pretty yeah. much Juice occurs. Um, he tries to save the Milton from falling off the ledge. The crazy super agent guy comes off, peels his fingers like he must die. The Milton doesn't actually die. He's crawling away. And so it all ends in a funny with uh, the dude and the Milton crawling away, fighting each other. Riley walks back, and instead of, you got the juice now, a kid asking for a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? kind of like that. So that's the end to the Boondock story, but that's actually not the end to uh, Letarian's story. Letarian at 17... Uh, was ordering an Uber with some friends oh, yeah. when they robbed and car or lift when they robbed and carjacked the guy. Yeah, basically they would. Um, my understanding is that he was had an Uber with his friends, and basically they stopped and dropped. I think it was a, a girl off or something yeah. at her crib. Or blah blah blah. But they had they wanted a ride to s- somewhere else too. Yeah. And they were trying to say, hey, like, it doesn't really work that way. You got to re... Rebuy a ride. Yeah, you know, like, or at least you can't, I guess, you can't just do it Continue. on a rolling yeah. basis like that. Yeah. And just like, but any, anyway, basically, someone pulls out a gun and, like, pretty much pistol whips him. And they take the car. And <laughs> Letarian, Letarian takes the keys and pretty much they peel off. Yeah. But... That's the last crime he has committed. He avoided jail time yeah. by doing community service and now works at a music management uh, yeah, like a place. Right. So, he, you know what I'm saying? He hey, good for him, though. Has a college degree and all that jazz. So, but that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. The end is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's another story that goes to show that just because you have some bumps that fucking people mature and learn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he's still a kid. He's still only 21. Yeah. He's still only, he's had a got lifetime life. of fame and he's only 21. Yeah, he got a whole life ahead of him. 
Shit, I would say look out for me. I'm pretty sure he probably raps. You know what I'm saying? Niggas like that always shouldn't have rapping. <laughs> Why not? But uh, that ended. That ends one of the better uh, episodes of the latter seasons of Boondocks. Because yeah. you know around this part it gets really shifty. It does. Uh, but damn, it was really good to rewatch the episode and just see how fucking funny it was. That guy being held bent on killing that kid is something I didn't realize <laughs> how funny it was until now. Um, uh, what do you give the episode out of ten? Give it a good seven. I give it a good seven. Yeah, I, I would say I would say about a seven. Yeah, that, that's about right. Got anything else? No, I think that about does it for me. Shit. Well, this has been another episode of Boondock Series Recap presented by Simple Math Matrix. It's your boy, Mr. AK Super All 357, best known as Prince Godbody, joined by... It's your boy, Aaron, King Broman. You know it. Peace. And we are out. Peace. Thank you.